Sixers fall 101-98. Big matchup coming in, a lot of buildup, a lot of expectation. And as I keep using the phrase hard fought, that, that's for sure. Both these teams battling, and Indiana prevails by three, 101-98. So the Sixers came in down two games in the standings to the Pacers, and now they're three games separated from the three and six positions. The Sixers now with a record of 36-30, and 30, and they have now lost, well, they were four and four in their last eight games. And so the Sixers lose for the first time in 13 home games. They're 21 and 11 at home. Indiana tops in the Central, now 40 and 28, their best record since the end of the 13 14 NBA season. They've now won eight of their last 11, including three in a row. They're over 500 at home. And they get a great game from Miles Turner and Victor Oladipo with a huge shot despite struggling throughout much of the game. Fan StubHub is your ticket out to once-in-a-lifetime experiences from Sixers games to amazing concerts and shows you don't want to miss. Get the StubHub app today. StubHub is the official ticketing partner of the Sixers, and they'll in part bring you the game on Friday when the Sixers play host of the Brooklyn Nets. Find your tickets at StubHub.com. Up next is Sixers going back to New York. They were there Sunday against Brooklyn. And Thursday night, the Sixers will take on the New York Knicks. Let's go down to the locker room where Brett Brown is just outside speaking with the assembled press corps. Your Sixers coach, Brett Brown. I think some of them were uh, self-inflicted. Uh, I think some, uh, too many happened in the break. I'll be curious to go back and watch the tape of um, the turnovers in the first, like, three to four seconds of a shot clock as we're running some of the decisions, you know, to, to, to make passes in early offense uh, did not help us. Um, and some of the turnovers I give uh, Indiana credit for, but we, we can almost sort of like all go home after you make that statement that uh, the, the turnovers were the single thing that, uh, that I think influenced this game. Yeah. You had the momentum there, and you, you know, I guess, turned the ball over. And right. I mean, I'll go back. I, I don't re- remember uh, exactly the sequences after, you know, Miles went to the bench and then he came back in. But uh, I, I felt, you know, in general, it's hard for me to pivot away from, you know, that, that, that fact. Uh, you, you look at, you know, Joe had, Joe had a night that, that we can try to get that better, improve that. Dario also had some stuff in early offense. Uh, turnovers and as a group everybody sort of contributed a little bit to that number of 21. Coach, even though you lost this game it was a playoff type atmosphere is there anything that you can take and help these guys move forward as you move forward towards the playoffs? I mean I look at our defense they they shot 40 percent from the field 20 percent from uh from the three-point line I thought we did a really good job on Oladipo, he was four for 21, had that monster three at the end. I thought we did a good job on Bogdanovich, who's been playing extremely well. He was one for 11. I think that defensively, you know, we, we were pretty good. Um, we were pretty good. It's just, it's really hard to go away from that thing that, you know, is, is, is a part of who we are right now. We're up and down, we're young, we make not wise decisions um, at times, and I feel like what we need to to walk out of this game with, I believe, is the recognition that we, we're close to being amongst a pretty elite group. 
we're just not there yet. And uh, I think that the month that we have coming up, the remaining games, you know, we can admit the truth, try to find a way to, to fix that and, uh, and move up as high as we can in the Eastern standings. Times that you faced the Pacers, Turner didn't cause as much problems he did as he did tonight. What was it that he was doing, especially with Embiid in the game at the same time, that was causing kind of the breakdown? How we eat when you have a five men that can pick and pop, it's it's really an an unusual sort of uh, schematic game plan you go through when you have like Joel. You know, it's an unusual thing where Miles can pull you out and and make make those you know threes and, and long twos and i think the adjustment that we made where you know after we do whatever we're doing in pick and roll say like you know the closeout we're going to make him hot we're really going to try to make him dribble and just get to him a hell of a lot quicker than we did at the start of the game but i, I do give him credit he's a young talent and uh anytime you can find a big that can you know, be that committed as sort of a roller and a rebounder and have the ability to step out and make shots at the at the percent that he does, he's pretty special. Brett Brown outside the Sixers locker room talking lastly there about Indiana center Miles Turner who had a 25-point game. Pacers defeat the Sixers 101-98. to They've now won 15 out of 18 games against the Sixers, 14 out of 17 games over the last few years including two out of three this year ben simmons had a triple double Joel Embiid had 29 points but indiana wins by three we'll hand it over to brian seltzer our thanks to marty dickerson tyler zuli alan yates they helped to engineer our broadcast we'll be back after this with more sixers postgame coverage live from the center on the sixers radio network this is the Philadelphia 76ers postgame show. Embiid, like a locomotive up Broad Street. Sarge is going to turn, he'll get it off, and he rolls it in. The Sixers postgame show, right now on 97.5 The Fanatic. Tough one for the 76ers. Another stinging reminder of the importance of how slim the margin for error can be against very good teams. And at this time of year, a difficult pill for the Sixers to swallow. In a 101-98 loss to the Indiana Pacers at home, Brian Seltzer with you from Sixers.com. The headline will be 21 turnovers committed by the Sixers, which the Pacers transformed into a 29-12 points off turnover scoring advantage. There were certainly some other important subplots in this one tonight, but if you had the chance to hear Brett Brown in his postgame address a few moments ago, he acknowledged the reality Turnovers right now a part of the 76ers' identity as a young, growing team. Of course, it's something that they work on and rep on on a regular basis. But against high-caliber teams, it's an issue that continues to resurface. We saw it on the road trip in the loss at Milwaukee. The Sixers also tried to deal with turnovers in the defeat at Miami. And against the third-ranked team in the Eastern Conference right now, the Indiana Pacers, the sixth seed as it stands at the moment, Sixers, unable to overcome ball security issues in a loss tonight, which was their first at the center, amazingly, since December 21st of 2017. Joel Embiid, big down the stretch, 29 points, 12 rebounds. He did have eight of those 21 turnovers. Ben Simmons matching Magic Johnson with seven triple-doubles, the second-highest total ever for a rookie player in NBA history, behind Oscar Robertson in his 26, 10 points, 13 boards, and 10 dimes for Ben Simmons, only two turnovers for him 
on the night. That was a good thing. Miles Turner, 29-6 and six for the Pacers. Thaddeus Young, 19-10. and 10. Victor Oladipo, just 11-4 of 21 from the field, but his final basket was a big one, a three-pointer that gave the Pacers an eight-point lead with just over three minutes to go. Tom, turnovers coming into play again against a really good team, and as Brett Brown said, that's a reality. The Sixers continue to try and work on no doubt about it. Eight uh, is a hard number for Joe. He's got to get better at that and just slow down, I think, and uh, be a little bit more pragmatic with the basketball, a little more methodical, uh, and they double. And, uh, you know, Trevor Booker was very active. Look, he's given up a lot of size to Joel, but he used his quickness and uh, well-placed reach, getting into him a little bit. Brett Brown used the phrase earlier tonight in addressing the assembled media prior to the game about, you know, they get in, they they, guard, they get right into our chins. He's talking about how teams are defending the Sixers of late, and that's part of the, the issue with the turnovers, and you got to be strong with that basketball. But, you know, just stepping back and looking at the game, again, I, I've said this so many times just since the buzzer rang, but a hard-fought game, difficult defeat for the Sixers. But, and you know, we've heard the phrase playoff atmosphere is certainly – is accurate here tonight as with so many of these games here for the Sixers at home with a sellout crowd, great games against difficult opponents. And my point is, you know, there's you mentioned that old depot three. That came with 318 to go. I believe their only other points after that were two free throws by Miles Turner. But this is what's rich about an NBA game, and it's part of the reason I think the sport is – so well-received and so popular, not just in America, but around the world. There were so many big plays. Look at Redick. When Ben got that triple-double, it was on a pass from uh, from Simmons to Redick. And then that was the second-to-last one because Redick had the three where he pump-faked. He could have tied it at 99. He missed that. There were several times you thought the Sixers were dead in the water. They couldn't come back. They were down five. But Oladipo goes in for a rousing slam dunk in traffic over, like, three guys. Left-handed dunk attempt, no good, no foul. And B gets the rebound. Sixers come down and score again. I mean, and on and on. And that's sometimes, like, it's almost like having a great meal at a terrific restaurant. You go back home and you're reliving the experience. Like, oh, remember, oh, and then the dessert was great. That's how these games are, like, where you reflect back and think of all the different chapters in, in the entire book, the way it played out. So difficult ball game for the Sixers. But, it, again, they've got to get over this turnover thing or big games down the stretch of the season, which, like this one, for the whole playoff implications or in the playoffs, and you're going to have these you know, these games go against you because you can't maximize your possessions and take care of the ball. They scored, like I said, plus 17 off turnovers in a game that was decided by three points, and it's a familiar refrain for the Sixers They've got to somehow arrest that difficult situation and be and take better care of the basketball. Joel Embiid, massive for the 76ers. If I don't have it wrong, Tom, I very well could. I think he scored his final 18 points of the night between the closing minutes of the third when he scored the last eight points, then he had 10 in the fourth quarter. He stepped up. Sixers, great job defensively, really for the most part on Oladipo. But there were some other guys for... Uh, India, as you mentioned, in particular, Thad Young, you know, there was that one stretch from the Sixers, tied it up at 71 in the third on a charge three, and then the next six points make it seven, actually, because the final play was an and one, went to Thad Young, and that's like some veterans that know when to step right. up. Right, and that spots. was a tough matchup for the Sixers. This is during that spell that I think you're talking about. It was over there by the Sixers bench. Thaddeus Young had Marco Bellinelli on him. Marco was playing over the top. In other words, Young then caught the ball, 
went baseline and had an in an unimpeded path to the basket, left-hand player along the right baseline. He turns it back into the defense, but nobody was there and scored it with ease. And so, you know, he is a very active player, and he slices through there. He's been a high field goal percentage shooter throughout his career this year at 48%. He had double-digit rebounds. I mean, they got a lot of nice pieces. They don't have a, a – I mean, you call Oladipo a, a superstar at this point. But, you know, they don't have like an Embiid or a Simmons. And having said that, Turner was awful good here tonight. But they are they have a lot of really good pieces. They're deep. I, I thought an unheralded player in the game, and I've said it again, Bogdanovich. I, I thought he guarded Ben where Simmons was not able to get all the way to the basket. If Ben did shoot, it was a difficult one-hand, like right or left-hand jump hook from eight or nine feet, those are that's a high degree of difficulty. And I thought Bogdanovich at 6'8", 225, had the size and the strength to kind of keep Ben away from the basket. But uh, great game. you got to give Indiana credit. Again, they hold the opposition, the Sixers tonight, under 100 points. That's been what they've been doing of late. And, again, they got a, a difficult road. They got the Raptors twice. They got the Warriors twice. And so they got a difficult schedule. But they've outshot everybody's expectations in terms of how they're playing after the Paul George trade, and they're not going away. That kind of segues to the final point. There was a lot of buildup surrounding this one tonight. Was it arguably the 76ers' most important regular season game in the last however many years? You could make an argument for that, but there still is with a month to go a lot of basketball to be played, and as you said, short-term, micro, you look at this game, and this one stings and it hurts, but macro, some scheduling breaks perhaps favoring the 76ers, and most importantly, Games against opponents like these, and we heard Brett Brown say it could have been the Milwaukee game last week, the Miami loss as well. These are teaching lessons about how teams might go about the Sixers in the playoffs, and they still have time to address them. And I, I thought the point you brought up about Simmons and what Bogdanovich did on him was a perfect case in point, and then how do you adjust? Well, and to just to back up what you're saying about with Coach, what, what Brett Brown has been preaching, and again, he you know he's so authentic, like he shares with the media what he tells the team. And he's saying, simply stated, play better, longer. And that's what happened uh, in that, you know, you go back a week ago Sunday, they lose in Milwaukee, they lose in Miami. And that is, you know, they play good in stretches, certainly against the Bucks, They had a 20-point lead, a 19-point lead. But try to extend that great play for longer stretches of the game. And you could correlate that to tonight. You know, they played well. But the Sixers never led. The last lead they had was 14-13. And every time they would come back and close the gap, Indiana would get a spurt and it would be a seven-point game. And so you got to give Indiana credit. They've answered the bell. But, again, to your, to your larger point, from if you step back and you take a look at what's going on, the Sixers are in good position. And, and let's face it, you want to put yourself in the best position. First, get into the playoffs, into the best position, but be playing your best basketball, have health going into that uh, midweek in April, that final game of the year is here against Milwaukee. And then whatever the matchup is, you know, it's going to be a tremendous experience for this young group because, it's, as Brett Brown has stated so many times, it's a whole new ball game. But it's, it's not that much different than this type of game because half-court scoring is so difficult. The pressure increases. You're playing a two-week series potentially of seven games. There's no mysteries. And so that that's part of the reason that it becomes so difficult. But – Hey, look, it's like you said, it's tremendous. You talk about this game, they're all big, 
I thought tonight, you're right. I think this easily could because it was the next game and it was against a team ahead of you, but you could have gained a whole game on them against Indiana. But now you go on the road, you take on New York, you take on Brooklyn, got an opportunity against two of these teams that are in your division that are having difficult years, and you got to come right back. One of the great things, one of the geniuses, if you will, about Brett Brown is keeping the spirits alive even during the, the tough years where the Sixers were losses were piling up and, and putting in a good day's work, and that's what he really excels in, and that's what you got to go up to the Garden tomorrow and get ready for Thursday and get ready to pound the Knicks. Tom McGinnis with great wisdom and insight as always. Thank you very much. Good night, Brian. 76ers follow the Pacers, 101-98-21. Turnovers committed by the home team tonight, which led to 29 indie points. We'll get into some of the highlights. There were great moments in this game. Unfortunately, it did not go the Sixers' way. Stay with us. It's the postgame show on the Sixers radio network. 97.5, the Fanatic. Sixers and the Indiana Pacers at the center tonight. Third and final meeting of the season between these two teams, which began the day two games apart in the standings. Let's get to some of Tom McGinnis's highlight calls tonight. Sixers got a nice run going to the tune of eight straight to put themselves in front. Off the dribble, pulls up, goes back out top, and he throws it away. Amir Johnson with the lead pass to Ben. Simmons into the lane. Simmons around one man, lays it up and in. Ben Simmons with a burst and a beautiful play as Amir Johnson picks it up and leads Simmons. Sixers would go up 14-9, to nine, but then Indy would respond with a spurt of its own, scoring the next 14 points to take control. Sixers would trail 33-23 going into the second. The long ball helped the Sixers get back in it down the stretch of quarter number two. Back to Marco. He passes to Covington over Oladipo, and that's in. Boy, that figures. There were four guys clustered around the three-point arc, and Robert Covington raises up and scores a three, and it's a four-point game. 46-42, Sixers benefiting again from beyond the arc, this time in the closing seconds of the half. Eight seconds to go. Sixers on the run. Ilyasova is out front. TJ goes to Redick. Redick rises for three. Shot in the air. And in. J.J. Redick with two seconds to go. It's a four-point game. That's the uh, third time in the last four games Redick has hit a three-pointer in the final five seconds of a period. 57-53. Pacers in front going into quarter number three. Sixers had Victor Oladipo under wraps in the first. He got a little bit of a flurry going his way in the early moments of the third, but the Sixers responded right back. Dario Saric, truly a consistent Croatian. He was at it again tonight. 12 to shoot. Simmons on the back down. Boyan keeping him out to about 10 feet. Up top, Dario for three, and it's in. Tie game. Dario Saric from Ben Simmons. A dynamic duo. Indeed they were, even at 71, but then Thaddeus Young scored seven straight points for the Pacers. That was part of a 9-0 run that sent Indy ahead, 80-71. Sixers needed timeout. Joel Embiid got rolling after that. Down by five. Embiid made two free throws moments ago. He has it back on the right side, backing down on Al Jefferson with a minute to go in the third. Into the lane, very deliberate, and now puts it up and in. He got to the left side of the basket and off the glass and in. That was part of a run of 10 straight points scored for the Sixers by Embiid. The Sixers trailed 83-79 going into the fourth. Embiid opened things in the fourth with a basket of his own, and the Sixers kept hanging and hanging around Indy until about four minutes to go in regulation. Victor Oladipo, he had missed 15 of his first 18 shots of the night, banged a big three-pointer with 3.18 left. Joel Embiid answered. 
Ben with a right-hand dribble, turns the corner, two guys go at him, it goes into Embiid, and Embiid throws it down. A monster right-hand jam by Joel Embiid. Ben Simmons drew double coverage, he flips it back to Joe with a right hand, and Embiid crashes in with a slam. So that made it 97-91, just under three minutes to go. The Sixers, though, committing two turnovers on two of their next trips down the court within the next two minutes. That did not help the cause, but Embiid kept on fighting as time ran out. 55 seconds to go, Sixers down by five. Dario Saric to Joel, Embiid on the right wing, making a move on Bogdanovich into the lane, steps around and puts it up and in. Off the glass, it's 99-96. Sixers on an Embiid driving dunk would stay within three, 101-98 with 13 seconds to go. Then a crazy sequence. The Sixers doubled Victor Oladipo off an inbounds play. It was McConnell and Simmons, and Oladipo throw an elbow up. Offensive foul, Sixers got the ball back. Joel Embiid, a three-pointer straight away, six seconds to go. That fell short. A jump ball tie for the rebound with less than a second left to play. The tap was won by the Pacers, went out of bounds off Simmons. Indiana got the ball back, and the final point three seconds would run out as the Pacers would hang on to win by the final of 101-98. Some final stats before we get you to Devon Givens. Pacers shot 40% from the field, the 76ers 46.5%. Just five three-pointers for Indy, 76ers, 10 of 30 from outside the arc. The Pacers were plus two from the free-throw line on plus three opportunities. Sixers plus three on the glass. Turnovers, though, that the big story, as we talked about, 21 for the Sixers, 10 for the Pacers. Pacers outscoring the Sixers on turnovers, 29 to 12. The Pacers entered tonight's game, the first-ranked team in the Eastern Conference in steals, and they had 13 of them in this evening's game. That's a big, big number. Individual notes, we'll start with some from Indy. Miles Turner had a team-best 25 points. He was a real presence on the inside. Thaddeus Young, great two-way play, 19-10. and 10, Came up big in that sequence in the third quarter we talked about. Oladipo, the All-Star, just 4 of 21, one of four Sixers, used Covington and McConnell as the primary defenders. They switched a lot, but Oladipo with a big crossover three in the closing minutes that gave the Pacers some needed insurance. Now for the Sixers, Joel Embiid, 29 points, 12 rebounds, his 34th double-double. Ben Simmons tying Magic Johnson for the second-highest rookie triple-double total with 10, 13, and 10. Only two turnovers for Simmons in the game. That was a good thing. 18 for Sharich, 10 apiece, uh, as I mentioned, for Simmons and Covington. Covington with a double-double as well, 10 points, 10 rebounds. And J.J. Redick with 16, 6 of 10 from the field, 4 of 5 from outside the arc. Tonight's game, a long one, two hours, 25 minutes. Another sellout crowd. But the 76ers, they lose. They drop to 36-30. and 30. Indiana improves to 40-28, and 28, winning on the road at Boston and the Sixers in consecutive games. Very impressive. Indiana now two and a half games in front of the 76ers in the Eastern Conference standings. And we'll do one quick check of the scoreboard around the NBA tonight as far as teams uh, that are in action of note. Toronto beating Brooklyn. They maintain their perch atop the conference in first place. Washington, the other relevant game tonight, they lost at home to Minnesota. So the Sixers and Washington both losing tonight. They'll remain separated by a game in the standings, but Indiana does gain ground. All right, Devon Givens is awaiting your calls. 610-632-0975. Looking forward to listening on the drive home. And a big thanks to everyone involved in tonight's production. That would be back in the studio, Alan Yates and Tyler Zuli here on site, our engineer extraordinaire, Marty Dickerson, 
Now for the radio voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis, Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. One final time, the final score, Pacers 101, 76ers 98. Have a great rest of your Tuesday night from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Network.